Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Down to Watch. Welcome back. Hi. My name's Raul. I'm here with Dan. What's up, And buddy? Hannah said hello, so it's time to introduce Whoa. her. Whoa, jump in. Hey, I snuck in there. Right? <laughs> That's <laughs> What's good. What's up, Hannah? Hey, guys. Please, take hey, your fair up, share. You must take your fair share. Sure. You know? This is a 300 yeah, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, get in there while I can. Well, the reason Hannah's here is because it, yeah. it, we we tried to tackle a show that's just got a lot of stuff going on. It's like a it's like an octopus. It's got a bunch of limbs everywhere, and we needed just an extra an extra set of hands to try to wrangle this thing. Wow. You know, because it's so weird, right? This we got this crazy yes. animal. It is. So, uh, thank you, Hannah, for helping us out. Yes, of course. Thank it's, you for having me, you guys. Yeah, and it's so. I don't know. Like a lot of the shows that you come on for, they have female leads, but also the show has to, it's not just because of that, but it has to have something inherently either kind of weird or different or unique or creative. And the show has all of them in a bag. Yeah. You know? I feel like I definitely have a type that I come on here for with you guys, but yeah, uh, and this one fits perfectly. It's perfectly in line with right. the kind of things. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I'm curious too, uh, because this show we should say we're gonna be talking about Mrs. Davis, the new uh peacock sci-fi comedy drama nonsense from uh -huh. uh from creators Tara Hernandez and Damon Lindelof. Only one of those names is really well known in uh in TV. That's Damon Lindelof. I'm curious, Hannah, have you seen his other shows? Have you seen the other stuff he's put out? Um, yeah, I mean I've definitely seen Lost. And I've seen some of he did yep. Watchmen. Is that right? Right. That's right. Yeah, he did Lost yeah. and Watchmen. He's also probably well known for the Leftovers. I think. I yeah, Leftovers. I haven't seen it either. Or I saw a little of the first season, but uh, it's a tough show. It's like pretty heavy. Yeah. It's like the weirdness of Lost, but like five times heavier. So probably, those you know? are the okay. those are his three shows. I think the the ones that he's known for the Lost, big. the Leftovers. If you haven't seen the Leftovers. In a in a second, it's uh basically I think three percent of the world yeah. Yeah. disappears, uh, quote unquote raptured possibly. Yeah, they never explain what happened to them, and the rest of the world just has a difficult time getting over that. Uh, in fact, I don't believe they do. <laughs> I believe the world That's the point does not it, succeed yeah. in getting over that, and it's right. really really sad and it's really really dark. What year was that? Uh, like when, is that six? Maybe no, farther than that. After um, 2010? Yes, after, after Lost. Lost. After Lost. And yeah. before 14. So 14 to 17. 14, yeah. Yeah, because Watchmen was like 19, I think right before the yeah. pandemic, kind mm -hmm. of. Yeah. Um, so and then I loved Watchmen too. I, I thought oh, Watchmen was. We did an episode on that, right? Well, I'm pretty yeah, sure. sure. Yeah. Like yeah, I loved that. Did. Yeah, that was that was great. Um, so when you, you saw what that, you Hannah, you saw all of Watchmen, didn't you? Right I hand? did not see all of it. No. Oh, oh, oh but, but I know you, saw you guys enough really to... liked it, and I yeah. remember your podcast about it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're into it. Yeah, that was a fun one because that was like a rare comic book that we both had read, or a graphic novel, really. You know. Um, mm, yeah. So that was a f really fun one, really unique. So recently, I heard an interview 
with Lindelof and the other uh, lady Hernandez. Um, and Lindelof was talking about like for him and his career, like choosing a next project when you're in the lane that he's in, it's like very tricky. Cause it's like, you want to do something that is different and unique. You know, you don't want to do redo. You don't want to redo the things that you've done before. So really, right. I mean, this fits like perfectly with, um, with that. Although he didn't really, I think he was guiding this thing. Um, mm-hmm. He was hand in hand guiding it, but Tara Hernandez is the writer. She's the, right. the so, dominant so, force. Uh, she is. Tara Hernandez definitely seems to be the creative um, force behind it. Yeah. But Damon Lindelof is uh, listed as writer, producer, and creator of four shows throughout his career. Lost, The Leftovers, Watchmen, and Mrs. Davis. So he does have... Yeah. He's he's listed as a as an important part of this show. He's not just he's not just like a godfathering. He is he's got his hands on it. Yeah, for you sure. Can definitely see that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. He's sort of written all over it. And yeah, then, it looks like I'm just combing through because I was curious the writers on these. Yeah, it looks like three people are um, kind of writing all of them. And uh, okay, yeah, but it seemed that he, like oh, at least the first three. At least like the first three to get things going. Shows like the type of stuff that Lindelof works on too. They they're not the kind of shows that you can hand off to a to a group of writers episode by episode and just have like three or four of them being written at a time, which a lot right. of shows do, uh, because these are all built on these intricate kind of like uh, House of Cards uh, uh, plot lines that like everything interacts with everything else, so you kind of have to. Keep the spider web like uh, I'm. I'm losing the metaphor. You guys help me out here. <laughs> yeah, it's I know what you're so saying. So complicated to yeah. like make a story like this, like weave its way all the way from start to finish and make sense. Like yeah, and for right. all the pieces, it's essentially planned out beforehand. Like you mm-hmm. can't just be like, oh, here's the theme. It's like it's very yeah. specific. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Yeah, but this isn't a show that they can like change some of the writing halfway through the season and be like, you know what? I think this really hits. Let's change. No, this is plotted already. This is well plotted already. Yeah, because um, there's a lot of things where we're given, we're jumped into a situation where we don't know obviously what's going on. We don't know these characters, so a lot of times we don't know any of the backstory, and they kind of pick and choose how they want to dish out more information you know which is a Mm -hmm. that's a very fun way to uh that's very like a a tarantino-esque you know but like 10 times more complicated in sure how it's trying to divvy up the information you know and Uh, the i'm sorry go ahead you guys Mm -hmm. well i was just gonna say when you guys were like oh do you want to watch it i always say yes almost no matter what it is but i didn't really know anything about the show coming in so and I would like to keep it that way when I start mm-hmm. things. Right. But when I read like the little blurb at the beginning, I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about like AI <laughs> stuff's not like my favorite. Like, right. Not, yeah. Like, I'm with you. I was like, I'm with ah, you it's kind that. of boring or it's just like not my right. thing. And, and then it, when it started, I didn't realize it was like, I was like, is this a comedy or mm-hmm. is this yeah. like, what, what is this? I had no idea what was going on. And I was immediately like, this is nuts. Like, yeah, I, I got sucked in right away. Like I was like, yeah. this is a crazy show. I have no idea what's going on. Right. Um, and it's not what I expected at all. I think it took so like, pleased. yeah. Like I think it took 15 minutes probably to get to the main, to our main character, 15 or 20 minutes into the first episode. Cause there's that mm-hmm. whole opening 
in uh let's see 1307 france the, the, the knights, knights templar. templar yeah so these are uh so so i i want to talk about this scene at the very beginning of the show a little bit because i think this is a this is an interesting uh i think may and i'd love to hear if tara hernandez uh puts this at the beginning of the show to kind of give like a statement uh, it's got a bunch of things going on for it. It's about the Knights Templar, which I don't know how much you guys know about them, but it's basically yeah. another name for the Freemasons. Right. Uh, yeah. The yeah, little symbol. A, they got that little symbol yeah, and little stuff. Triangles and, like, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so just general and, info, but it's kind of like, isn't it wrapped in some kind of conspiracy-ish things or something like that in terms of what they what they did when they, or what their purpose is like as an organization? Yeah, it's well, and and I find that uh, fiction tends to give them whatever purpose the fiction needs to in the story. Mm-hmm. If you guys know at all anything about the Assassin's Creed movie and games, uh, mm-hmm. but the Assassin's direct uh, villains are the Knights Templar. Is, are, oh, that's like those are the enemy in the oh, in, oh. in that series because it all so takes like, place back in time, right? It's like a, well, that's super complicated. No, it all takes place in the future. Oh. It's genetic memories that they're diving oh. into. Hey. It's silly. It's yeah. silly. Oh, that's getting complicated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get away from that as fast <laughs> as we can. Uh, another interesting thing I think that they brought up or that they did in the in that little intro is they uh, we've talked a little bit about the idea of putting women in refrigerators. Oh, uh, right. The act of like. Uh, killing or hurting women in order to give uh, men in the story uh, propulsion and and, and, mm-hmm. and a reason to fight or whatever, they right. do the opposite. They kill all the men in, and then that gives the women of the Knights Templar a reason to fight. Right. Uh, in this little intro, which was an interesting like flipping of the script there. Yeah. And that's where the Holy Grail, I like how the Holy Grail is just sitting there on the table like a normal mm. thing, you know, because they're not trying to sure. hide it. Hide it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was an interesting reveal. Um, here's the thing, though, because like mm. I was referencing the fact, or I was uh, I was going back to that as a reference that the show is saying about how maybe this holy grail thing is not real and it's all set up for another fake thing. But then I was like, no, we saw the thing at the beginning, so it exists as a thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of episode four, do you want to know this? Should I? I don't know if I. There's a reveal I mean, of, of the truth of we, the. Should we, I just, as long as we lay a big old spoiler bed here, I think, I yeah. don't think that the, the, it's, the, the events of this show are really what you're getting out of this show. No, no, no. I feel like it, I could tell you, read, I could literally read off my notes, just the little blurb of things that are going on. And you're going to be like, like arrow through body into liver on Halloween. There's no, like I so many random sure. things. No, no, no. I'm just saying like, there's so many notes here. So anyway, no, no. don't have a context you even will change that. as you, you see it. You could say children fall in love. While while one lays with an arrow through her liver, on and the other bed. one has another liver issue too. And, so it's like, and they and oh, we and, didn't know that at the time, did right, we? Right. They revealed that like the next one, I think that he yeah. had a liver issue as well. Yeah, uh, um, it's good. There's a lot of good reveals like that, which also is I really like them tying that in with all the magic. Like that's uh-huh. basically like right. the show is a magic trick. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, a lot of that like wraps back on itself from when she was a kid that I was like thinking about. There's like a lot more going on to that, you know? So, like the fact that her getting hit with an arrow, then meeting this guy and the thing, then, the, you know, things that lead to things, faded, faded things that have happened, you know, that are super weird. Well, what is fate? Like, why? Just the force. That's just, that's just God's version of a force, right? Um, yeah. I do so, like the use of, of, of magic uh, terminology throughout the show. 
uh, like like the term force that they keep that they keep using. Uh, I also uh-huh. like that at least about two and a half episodes in, uh, it appears like at least to me, every single character is is performing, is like pretending. Yeah, they're like fake, and right. and they're and they're clearly trying to like manipulate the situation. Yeah, uh, right. But it all and comes like, out of crazy? a place of their childhoods and like things they were going through as kids. Like they're all like emotionally really damaged and like lost and don't know who they are and stuff. So it's like, it, it kind of makes sense that yeah, they're performing. So, uh, but it's just interesting how that overlaps into the modern world of that. Just, it, it goes across the board to like everybody that participates in this app and involving their lives with the, uh, the it or the so, Mrs. So Davis. We- is this, we're going to talk about Mrs. Davis now? Well, I mean, yeah, we're going to get to it because that's the influence on the on the whole show. Because it's like one, it's a, this almost reminds me of uh, John Wick in a way, like where the whole sure. world we see in John Wick is yeah. assassins everywhere. Oh, there's they, assassins coming out of the, the 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 walls, you know, in the middle of New York, and that seems like all there is is like this crazy yeah, underground. I have a note. I have a note in my notes that says the setting of this show is on top of the real world. It's like yeah. an overlay over the real world where the yeah. real world still gets to happen normally. In the meantime, yeah. this insane like adventure is happening amongst everyone else. And right. that's basically what happened. That's what John Wick is, right? Like yeah, all those exactly. insane events are happening while everybody's walking around having their lives. Right, exactly. And you're not sure how high up it goes and where the, where the or where, how deep it goes and wh- where that ends, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, cause if this AI has got its tentacles in governments and things like that, then we don't even know to the levels at which things can be controlled and who's being well, controlled and that's or whatever. The, that's the thing that's kind of driving the show too, is like, who is in control? Like, are you in control of yourself or, mm-hmm. or right. is it, is it the AI person controlling yeah. you or, um, like everybody's manipulating everybody, even mm-hmm. if you're not. Yeah doing it to manipulate them right you just d- are that, yeah. that sort of like, yeah it, that's interacting and being a human is like yeah there's an outcome that everybody wants something. yeah right right yeah um damon lindelof used a good example on this uh interview where he's talking about like hypothetically let's say chat gpt somebody goes into that and let's say it's an elevated version of that where like you can listen to what it's predicting more so so like if you're watching a basketball game and you let's say you like have so much confidence in this thing that you like sell your house to bet on this game and how much like that influences your life you know what i'm saying like if you let something in like how much that can uh influence all your decisions and how that kind Mm -hmm. of like trickles down you know the whole point of this yeah. too is like like i don't know we're like god right like how mm-hmm, much do you right. let that idea of yeah this higher power that you don't know or see or whatever like, influence like, your life and make your decisions for you you base yeah. it off of a thing that you, you can't, can't see explain. You can't yeah exactly which is right. the same as the ai right so which right. one is she god is mm-hmm. god god is like yeah exactly well Are what's you your what's your balance your own what you're balancing it against is uh, your need for a purpose like uh that's what god gives people and they very clearly make it that that's what mrs davis gives you do you want something uh, mrs davis will tell you how to achieve that or if that's not the thing that you're supposed to achieve or that you're you're actually supposed to be on what do they call it a quest they quest, she gives yeah. people quests 
So and is that like giving you meaning? Like exactly. If you so you're just oh. You don't as have long as you have it. something to do, you don't think about whether or who you are or what you're what you are accomplishing or yeah. So Raul, and you've th- seen two episodes, right? Yeah, I'm a little into the third one. You're a little third. Hannah's almost done with the fourth. I finished four. Yes. So um because some of that stuff, Raul, that you're talking about is literally referenced in, in episode mm-hmm. three, where Wiley is in a situation. Do you remember this, Hannah? Where he's on the sword, he's doing the little competition thing, and he literally yeah. says that he's um, cause we learned, was it at the end of episode two that Wiley is in on a lot of this stuff? Yes. Like he is a right. part the, of the, the quote unquote the Germans are working well, we with actually, him. I feel like we don't, well, we find that out, but you're not really sure what his motivation is still like, what is, right. is yeah. he working for her? Or what's, what's well, the then, story? Yeah. You learned it in episode three. Cause he's, uh, he says that I needed a purpose. Like I, I, I had no purpose or something like that. So he's literally saying that he's trying to accomplish the thing. Oh, he took that. That deal. So, like, you can do that with the uh, Mrs. Davis. You can take a deal where you get this, like, tattoo where basically... Inspiration mark. Yeah. Where basically you're not going to be given a quest. You get, like, all the benefits of having to do a quest, but then at the same time, you might die at any time. So, you're willing to risk your existence so that you can experience some things and have some you, kind of purpose you, early in do your you, life. Dan, do you want yeah. to explain wings? Wings. I don't know how to. It's like a thing you get from the app by accomplishing your task, but it's not necessarily the quest, right? You don't have or to have just done. good deeds in general. Like, right. This right. is, and this is where I think that this is where it kind of ties into religion a little more is uh-huh. that, like, and, and, and maybe this is the theme. I'm, ha- I was having a little trouble t- uh, finding what the theme of the show is, uh, but I'm only a little bit into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe this is it. Because uh, they they introduced the first time that uh, our main character Simone, uh, played by Betty Gilpin, uh, she's the the colorful nun on motorcycle with who looks like who's, she's called a cowboy nun. Uh, she's she the first time she's she's avoiding interacting with Miss Davis, and the first time she actually does it, she does it through what's called a proxy. It's basically a, a person wearing an earpiece speaking as Mrs. Davis. It's yeah. kind of terrifying. It's kind of scary it yeah. it, 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 the way it happens. Yeah. Um, it does. It seems like the person who she's talking to turns off almost, except right. every now and then they have reactions to the things that are yeah. being discussed. If they're weird, which are crazy things, then she's very like, fascinating. Like, oh, like, oh, this is weird. like uh, the teacher that she first interacts with Mrs. Davis mm-hmm. through is a very good example of like simplified morality, like sitting in front of you, talking to you, like, like she treats her like a child. She makes her sit in front of her on the small mat in the front. And she yeah. basically, rep- she presents Mrs. Davis as Mrs. Davis gets us to treat each other nicely. She makes you do mm-hmm. good deeds. And when you do good deeds, Mrs. Davis rewards you with wings. Like that's yeah. how you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Later on, we learned that you could do as many good deeds as you want in the world. And Mrs. Davis still might not give you wings. Or you can pay a lump sum of money to get those wings. Like that's a different <laughs> thing that you, yeah. which is, but 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 simply they're saying Mrs. Davis makes you a better person, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think that it's set up in the classroom because like when you're a kid, you sort of learn those lessons of mm-hmm. of listening. Others will tell you what to do. And if you do these things, then you will A B C. If you are good in school, then in, the, in society's eyes. Right. 
and you learn those lessons really early on. So like she's sort of like reverted back to being a kid and like, okay, we're starting over. I think that's Mrs. Davis doing that. I think Mrs. Davis is doing that on purpose. Yeah, she's like manipulating her into feeling like a child again to break her down and then build her up. But something fun about Mrs. Davis that I've noticed is that she's bad at humanity. She doesn't get it. She like doesn't she doesn't follow all emotions like to their logical like conclusions. So, so, so she's constantly learning. She's constantly going, okay, I'll put that into my databanks. You are this way. And then she goes on with her thing. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. I think we see that too more in episode uh, four, like she Mm -hmm. throws a curveball because it's the first time that she actually seeks out somebody that she sees with wings on the app, like on somebody's phone. Do you remember that hand at the beginning with with the mimes? um, Yeah. With like the statue people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're like in Italy. And so she goes up to her and she's like, can you be my proxy? I need to talk to Miss Davis. And it was the first time, right? I think that she did that, like where she's now using her to get what she wants to accomplish another thing or whatever that's technically involved kind of with the quest in some way. So, And we should say, what's her quest, Dan? What what quest yeah. uh, has, well, has she given her and what is her wish? That she will get when she reaches the end of the quest. Uh, well, so it's the Holy Grail, right? She's supposed to find the Holy Grail. A classic quest. Classic. Yeah. And then what? What does she want? I don't. Uh, she wants Miss Davis to turn, turn off. off. Oh, that's right. She wants oh, her right. to die. She says right. to her. Yes. In that's a very right. powerful scene. Agrees yeah. to it, but she also says later, like, I think once you go on the quest, exactly. you won't want me to. I assume that anymore. from the beginning. I figured right. that was right. going to be her rub. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she just seems completely like as we see all the little reveals in time, uh, the flashbacks in time to see her life, mm-hmm. you kind of realize that she like more than any of these other people need uh, some kind of purpose too, you know? Because at some point right. I'm like pinching my, I would be pinching myself if I was her and be like, what's normal about this? Like, what am I doing? Like, this, how is this like life? You know what I'm saying? But I guess well, when you go from doing whatever she was doing and then marrying jesus and then becoming a nun we haven't even talked about mary i know i know i know and then all so there's just like so many things that it's like i think she's part of her is just like this is you know i don't know like this is normal this is as normal as anything else and she didn't just marry jesus she makes out with jesus i think she does more than that oh yeah yeah oh well i wanted to i wanted to i wanted to dip my toe into it i want to get all the way um but before we get to uh, the Jesus part, nope, I lost, I lost my train of thought. Tell us about Jesus. What is happening with Jesus? I, I didn't get. I didn't far figure it out. To understand, I didn't figure it, it out at first. I didn't. Right, I that did she not was actually know that married. That was what? Yeah, because right. so we but have. Like, sorry. Go, no, go ahead. Oh, okay, so we have Wiley in her life. We got these different like men her in her life. Who? No, well, I don't think they, I don't think married, they actually. They? Yeah, oh, I don't know. I, okay, know. I'm sorry. She's just described as her ex. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're like childhood friends. At some point, got together. We weren't even sure about that until like I oh, think episode uh, yeah, three. Yeah, I just read that in the in the blur. Oh I yeah, think. episode three. It goes back to 2007. They're thinking about running away to Alaska together because he got an inheritance of money and whatever. And then right. also simultaneously, it's seven years ago also that she's marrying Jesus. Like that same year, I guess, right after that incident, probably right. Or mm-hmm. was she praying though? She was praying for no, him, wasn't we she? We find out thing? though why in episode four. I just saw. They, um, because she she basically prays for him to save his life when oh, the rodeo, yes. and that leads her to, and then he chickens out of writing. And the, it worked, right? So yeah. she was like, "Holy shit, that worked!" Prayer right. worked, and right. she went and met Jesus in the the restaurant. Actual Jesus uh-huh. person, Jesus and she man. fell in love, right? Like, so it was like an instant thing, right? But, 
but he, but earlier so before that before we know he's Jesus and that guy that we're seeing in the restaurant is that guy because I thought it was somebody else in that office who was supposed to Jay that they call Jay though that well, she calls God. no God's behind the door right right the, the, yeah we learned that later that says like I mean I feel like I learned that oh immediately. no he that's good door, if you picked like, up on that that's like, great the okay flickered. so this <laughs> is where this is me adjusting to as this show's going on I'm figuring out I'm trying to figure out the references the things that we've seen before just to compare just like anything because we're always trying to compare things and Raul the only thing because Hannah I don't think you've seen Preacher right yeah oh, I was gonna say holy oh, crap okay. this show is so much like Preacher yeah there's a lot of this um this uh, uh, graphic novel was it a graphic novel right or was it just mm -hmm. a straight comic book no it was a comic book straight it was a comic, comic book. book okay yeah, yeah. but a pretty graphic comic book <laughs> it's very right? graphic yeah, that's yeah. for sure yeah adult kind of comic book um, that came out whenever relatively like newer but um, Seth Rogen and his uh, counterpart Evan producer buddy Peters? Evan Goldberg Evan Goldberg, Evan Goldberg yeah. I believe yeah okay. who made Super Bad together Dominic what's his name I don't know the I always played Ruth was the lady in it because I'm a I'm a big fan of hers. Right, right. And then yeah, Dominic. Dominic I, forgot I forget his name preacher. too. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd seen him in anything before that. But anyway, so he's plays a preacher who has the ability, like the voice of God, the voice of God, literally within him to command. So he can people. make you do anything he wants. He can. Yeah. He could. He speaks to people and explodes them. You know, like. Yeah, he can like, yeah. And he doesn't seem to really have maybe control over it at first. And then he kind of goes through a period it. of not he using he, it. He's, yeah. He's like not wanting it. to use it. Yeah. Okay. Like almost doesn't want to have the power and then realizes he can use it. And then he kind of becomes, he's kind of like he villainous in a way too in, in who he is. He's not like well, he's a necessarily. Shit yeah. Like he's, he's a, not he's like a, a hero. He's like an anti-hero. He's very, very jaded. He's had a terrible life. That's why he's very jaded. Right, exactly. He comes from a background too, similar to kind of crazy. Um, that background Simone. is wild. That's another thing. You know what? Preacher and this show have a lot in common. Yeah, with I the know. exception that this show has like a sheen of like fun, bouncy yes. cartoon where Preacher had a southern uh grind to it. That's right. the only difference. Like just the shine on it. Like yeah, like, it's like that's a good Louisiana point. grime is the is the flavor of preacher where yeah. this is like bubblegum like action or yeah. like bubblegum bloody. You know, right? Because yeah. they're both bloody, but this one has mm -hmm. a little more fun with the blood, whereas that one's a little more crude. They still had like, a lot of fun with the blood. There's it was fun, but it's just darker. It's just like inherently it's definitely it's more mean spirited. Yeah, that, I'll, right. tell you, I'll tell you that. There you go. There you go. So yeah, so that came up for me as a as a reference point with the with the God stuff because there's totally, a lot of totally. we literally see God like in preacher. We get to that point, and a lot of people are working for like underlings for the upper God level situation going on, and so they kind of remind me of people that mm -hmm. uh, kind of work, work for, for Mrs. Davis or work under her, you know, through the app and totally. stuff like that. Yeah. So there's a, well, uh, then isn't that what nuns are working for God? Essentially? Exactly. So it's right. just two sides of the, which, okay. Uh, while I was watching the first episode of this, I got real big vibe. I got super big Scientology vibes from like Mrs. Davis and the, the structure around it. Yeah. Did you guys see that at all? I got like, uh, like even the way that, like the way that, um, she, Mrs. Davis, seems to approach like psychology, seems to be uh -huh. like even kind of the same like approach of like it's bad or like it's it's judgments. a manipulation or whatever. Yeah, judgments based on how you 
and then uh, naming all the different parts of being part of Mrs. Davis. Like they all have their own special names so that you know like you're using the jargon from within the like community right. so that it feels more like a th- oh, you don't know what uh, when she gets picked up by that uh by the what is it a coast guard person or who who gets her on the boat? Oh no. Uh, uh we should talk about Schrodinger. Uh-huh. And his cat. Wait, what uh, boat? Who lives on an island. Uh, oh. <laughs> and launches a rocket that gets him seen by a boat. And then when they pick him up on the boat, the lady goes, uh, do you mind if I, and then what's the word that they use? Proxy. Proxy. Yeah. And the guy, because he's been gone for 10 years, has no idea what she's talking about. She goes, yeah. oh, you were here before her. You right. don't know about Miss Davis. Right. I'm, I'm going to, pro- and so like, there's all, now there's just uh, like terms that if you're not part of that crew, you don't even know what they're talking about. Right. Yeah, and I didn't even know because I thought uh, Betty Gilpin could, was Miss Davis. Like from the right, poster, sure. you think, okay, she's Miss Davis. She's on the right. motorcycle. This is Miss Davis. And so uh, I kept waiting for her. Like, what's her involvement? I thought she was going to be in 1307. I thought she was a time traveler in some way um, or like I thought that something too, like that. Like yeah. The first like 40 minutes, I, I tried to make her <laughs> connected, the, like that the girl that stole Survived. the boots. Right. And I was like, wait, is that her? Like, Right, which could, is funny and then though. I was so confused. Yeah, because yeah, she looks. Remember, she's like got the red hair, and so I yeah, think she's she supposed looked, to be a doppelish ganger kind of a yeah person to, to her anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a yeah. They kind of play with I think some of that there. Because when we first but, meet, I forgot about this. When we first meet her, she comes riding up on the horse randomly yeah. in the desert, and you're like, "What yeah. is going on?" Did yeah, we talk exactly. about magicians. Oh yeah. <laughs> And there's a that's the most fascinating wanna, thing in this show to me the its relationship with magicians yeah for sure dude and it's like funny for me a little bit even though i didn't go to any magic shows when i was there i have a weird connection to this show or a different perspective slightly having mm-hmm. been to reno in the past two yeah, months i've never been to reno yeah i'd only ever been there like passing through and like had a meal or something but i was there we, for should, we should three say days. we should say to anyone who's not where we are <laughs> uh right m- most people haven't been to reno no we no no they know we haven't because we're kind of close exactly <laughs> but, but exactly. there's no reason you should have gone yeah, there's to reno. not a whole lot of no of course to go biggest little so, city in the world so what put it on the map for me and my life pop culturally, I would say, is Reno 911. Probably, sure, right? There you yes. go. That's like probably the biggest um, reference other than it being like the little weird stepchild to like Tahoe. Lake Tahoe. Oh, it's like I right next to the little stepchild to Vegas. That's what either I Vegas because it's it. Yeah. Technically, it's in Nevada. So that would make and sense. It's also like the awkward twin of uh, like Laughlin. <laughs> That's true. Sure. Oh, really? Where's that? Well, Where's Laughlin's also in Nevada. It's on the oh. it's on the border is on the it, on the river on the Colorado isn't River. Isn't that where uh, they started in Poker Face too in Reno? Yes. No? Yeah. yeah. Oh no, Reno that was that, that was Laughlin, I think. Oh, yeah, it was I think Laughlin. That yeah. Laughlin. Yeah. So that makes sense too for like yeah like little trashy kind of small Smoky. town. Oh yeah. Like I don't know. I saw another side. Of, I saw multiple sides of Reno. So I have a a. I can place this within the the perspective of what they're trying to do, which I don't know. They're not trying to necessarily say anything crazy, but it's well, like, I feel like if you know the place though, then you know, I, it's kind of like has this like shady underbelly ish, like yeah, weird downtown. Shady. It's like kind of they're, like carny. Yeah, exactly. There's exactly. a, there's a scummy fun to yeah. it. Cause, yeah. Cause when you go, when you say carny, you don't normally mean like, like a, like a real scam artist. You mean no. like, 
Like what's like the trying to take you for like little weird stuff. It was worth it just to learn some sleight of hand. Like it's fun. There's something fun right. to people yeah. taking your money in the in a magical way, you know? Yeah. yeah. So what was the it's what was the game? The yeah, so what was that game was to take that guy's money eventually and like blackmail him, I guess? Yeah, he in was the gonna desert? pay the cops. The cops, he's gonna have to pay them off. Oh, that's it right. Was a ridiculous oh, that's right. Scam. It was a ridiculous scam that yeah. made, like that would yeah, never actually work, which I think yeah. sets up the this universe as being a cartoon universe. Like, yeah. don't take anything here seriously. Oh yeah, nonsense happens here. Absolutely. Oh, and that. Oh, this is a good time to call back to that mm-hmm. in terms of nothing's real here. So like, thirteen oh seven France um, wasn't real. That was a shoe commercial uh, mm. that we learned at the end of episode four. And uh, is a reference to that lady, Carla. So that's Carla who was the one right. who was in that The one video. that survives. Yeah. She was the one in that 1307 video um, playing the lead in that. And so um, she's trying to, the way I take it is she's trying to hold the Holy Grail hostage uh, in, um, in this video that they find. Basically, that I think is a new video, even though it's on like a v- shitty VHS or whatever. Um, so Carla is involved, like trying to blackmail or kind of have one up for this moment on uh, Miss Davis in some way. Mm. So it's like a weird, yeah, it's like a weird turn of the event. So it's just like, I don't know what's real anymore. Like this, the flashback that usually is never ever fake in anything that looks completely like real that you're like, this sets the tone for like what the facts are of this world or whatever. I just based my whole understanding of this show Mm -hmm. on that. Right. Mm -hmm. And now we're four episodes (laughs) in and you have to sort of rewrite what you're thinking about what is actually real. Yeah. So it's like the long con on us. Yeah. It's the force on us. I I wanted to, (laughs) I I wanted to bring up Damon Lindelof stuff earlier (laughs) because I wanted to kind of go through like the themes of what his shows were about, like lost, was about like God and religion tying everything together at the end, you know, like all the right. things that are important, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. Leftovers had similar meanings, but it was more about loss and forgiveness or whatever. And then Watchmen mm-hmm. had law and order very much at the forefront and like what it means to be mm-hmm. like a, civil, a citizen or whatever. Right. Uh, I was maybe having a little trouble figuring out what Mrs. Davis was about. But I think it's about the, what is it, 2021 Word of the Year by Webster's Dictionary. I think this show's about gaslighting, you guys. <laughs> I think yeah, the show gaslights like, you in the very first scene. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it, yeah, but it's like. Uh, it lies to you. So gaslighting is lying in order to present a reality that that forwards the 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 need of the person lying and confuses mm-hmm. and and the dis uh whatchamacallit uh disorients the person being lied to that's what a right. gaslight is you start questioning your own sense of reality exactly. sanity like like whether you're telling the yeah truth. exactly like do i even know what the but truth is i think is. that's the whole that is the whole point about having like autonomy over your thoughts and your actions and do Mm -hmm. you or don't you or who's in control right yeah yeah and so and so if this is the world where everything is gaslighting everything else and everybody involved mm -hmm. that's our truth so that becomes like so we just need to assume this is like preparation for the back five truth yeah because i knew it so i picked up on the one thing i did i I was kind of proud of myself but it's really Mm -hmm. it was so hammy how they were acting so like in um with uh, Wiley and his whole like 
head headquarters oh, situation. Oh, very, very the, the, That and, improv troupe that was in the headquarters pretending to be a, a cool <laughs> army of secret dudes. Yeah. Yeah, I no, mean, that's his real be, dudes. No, they're his real dudes, but still, it's like, but they're, but they're, they're but playing they're very clearly pretending to be yeah. cool action dudes. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, for sure. With like burner phones and whatever the hell they're the doing. The way he breaks so, the phone he, after a conversation, yeah. pretty funny. Oh, yeah, it's the, a running he thing. Says yeah, yeah. It's so wasteful. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's really, that's interesting because even like all of Wiley's realities are mm-hmm. false. His so dumb like rock, growing his, up, his hatch. His growing <laughs> up being a cowboy, he was never actually doing that. Like he, right, never, that's he true. never did that. And then that's fake. And then the boardroom money sort of like they're all just basically playing a part for him because he has mm-hmm. money. Like that's make believe. Oh, that like, was episode three, Raul. Yeah, that was episode three. And then. Mm-hmm. So he keeps the he, money and then he uses it to fund. the. Yeah. It ends up funding basically his whole sit operation surrounding his involvement in this but now Mrs. he's Davis cre- so he made now he's making a whole new reality that's not real he's, he's making like yeah. a s- superhero group basically with his money like right. we can just do whatever we want right create yeah. create your own reality within that like yeah so but well, he's not satisfied right none of it is satisfying him still has no purpose yeah to he the point where we see him do. Like, wait till you get Raul to uh, episode, yeah, three with the Excala battle. It's this mm. thing. They go to the UK and it, yeah. I've never heard of this. This must be real because it's so ridiculous. I'm like, this it's has to be so a real funny. thing. It's so funny. It has to be real. It's like a survivor type of competition thing with these guys who are pretending to be in like a renaissance time period or mid, mid, middle ages or whatever. And you have to ha- keep we your hand a, on. Yeah, it's what's you, it called? It's like uh, a hands on a hard body. It's a duration. Yeah. Guys, yeah, exactly. To win that? the car, you got to yeah. keep or your like, hand on the car. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what was that documentary that about like with the cheese wheel, like rolling down the hill? Oh, oh my God. There was a documentary about that? Yeah, you, I remember. You mean where they, they, in the Chasing. UK, they do they that? Yeah. Shit running down the hill. Oh, those like short documentaries, wheel. right? It was about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like it reminded me of like that's pulled straight from something that exists. Right. Yeah, like a real weird event thing. Yeah. Oh, was, so it it was it a like, documentary now? N- uh, no, but it felt like that. It felt like okay. that. It's a real thing. Um, if this is the thing the I'm thinking of, where the the race down the hill thing, people yeah, are racing, like right? Trying to like that's a real thing. I've wheel. seen that. That's <laughs> yeah. a that's a that's a real event that people get hurt doing all the time. I don't remember cheese. Why don't I remember cheese? Was like that's the source of like what that's how chasing? it rolls. Yeah, but that was they, their like, they keep yeah. it for the whole year, like they, that. I don't like know. The trophy. That's is fine. that right? Oh, that sounds like <laughs> I it. Think yeah, so. yeah. It's a, a, a collection of these short documentaries, right? Hand like the weird, yeah, like weird yeah, subjects and, one's and stuff. Like yeah, the eating the hot peppers or whatever. You guys gotta send me these when. Oh yeah, when one was the frog it. one, right? Did you see the frog jumping? Yeah. That's, yeah okay, yeah, yeah. so that's near right where my family's from in Sonora, like uh, Angels Camp, is like twenty minutes away, and that's like a they're famous for like using these frog machines to like uh, propel like frogs and stuff. Or no, they have actual <laughs> frogs. Sorry. They have yeah, actual and, frogs and that they, they race. Like, They're racing frogs. And they it's crazy. could jump the farthest. It's so Oh, silly. the jump. Like, that's right. That's right. Who, can, who? Which frog can jump the... It's called the frog jump. Yeah. You guys crazy. are weird. <laughs> this is real. Anyways. It feels no, like know, an event kidding. in this in this kidding. show though. It literally feels like events of this of this show. So yeah, so that's a big... 
I don't know. Like things kind of slow down episode three and four and we kind of settle into like a few like specific uh, story things like that Excalibur battle thing went so long. I was like, this episode is all at this thing that we're just trying to get. He's trying to get information out of a guy that also has his hand on the thing that seems to know the lady Carla who can tell him where the grail is maybe or whatever. So, yeah. So that was just uh, we learn a lot, though. We learn a lot through that about Wiley and his involvement and stuff like that. Yeah. But don't you feel like at this point in the show you're on like I'm not even sure that that guy has anything to do with anything helpful for them like yeah I thought he was gone goose chase for everything like I'm not sure so what I wrote this is a literal note I wrote at the end of episode two while watching this show I feel like I am in I am in free fall just having fun tumbling down and down and down comma where does it end question mark so it's like yeah like I just don't even know like what's you know. I'm just not trying to take things too serious or try and figure out too much. Although I did pick out that Wiley and his uh, crew I knew were not like it wasn't all legitimate, like in their in their what their quest or what their involvement was in trying to stop Miss Davis because they're not. They're like directly involved in trying to do things for her too. you know. Well, we think that that's their. Well, we no, that's what his tattoo is. His tattoo is because of Mrs. Davis. I I know. But like, isn't that because he struck a deal? Not necessarily because he. Well, no, I mean, he struck a deal, but meaning that he doesn't have to go on like a long form quest. He can just like jump. To, it's like a video game where you just jump to the few levels ahead win. and play the. Yeah. And you can just do a little more intense kind of uh, purposeful life things. Um, but it, you're risking being dead soon. So because you don't know, you don't know what she's going to call on you for some crazy, crazy thing, I guess. I mean, I don't is know. that like some commentary on uh, making too much money and just being unfulfilled? Because he just has. Yeah, I know. think it's I think yeah, it's legitimately I think Dan's uh, usage of a video game metaphor was perfect because didn't we just talk about last uh, or recently about the pay to win model in video games? Like how it's there's oh, yeah. unfair things in games where if you have enough money, you can buy stuff that makes you stronger than the other people that are playing and therefore mm-hmm. you win because you play it because you had more money in the real world like right. you get to win in the game right. and that is, is that is satisfying when you no, get No not at all absolutely yeah. not No and that's why he did that I think is that he knew that like just a, oh, a quest thing is like whatever but if I can get my jollies right away or whatever but that's funny too because then the alternate to that was like if that guy doesn't come in uh, Bo, the cowboy, and give that great monologue about Wiley and his like youth and stuff. Like, remember him and Wiley and Simone were about to, run, when she was Lizzie at that time, Elizabeth, in 2007, they were going to go to Alaska. Right. And so, if and they had just done that, that, yeah, like that literally was the change the course for both of them for everything. Was that one guy coming into that room? And who was that guy? I don't even know who that guy was because even Wiley seemed like he didn't even know who that guy like didn't recognize him or like and that it, guy just told him he just told him stuff about his past you know it, and changed his whole legitimately perspective legitimately seem like almost any character that's only there for a bit could have been somebody that somebody paid to go do an act yeah. as a character that for a minute yeah just like literally lizzie's parents that like fake parents oh, yeah. at the, the magic show you know who are who are paid and to then are paid later lizzie's parents and then are paid <laughs> are not paid but like driven by mrs davis right, to right. to interact with her so yeah. like but, everybody's just doing what their their jobs so that their little reality can stay the same but all mm-hmm. of those things happened before miss davis exactly existed. Right. so right. it's like how different is it now that she Good does point. Right. Yeah. Like, so people yeah. are still I, 
it's being just being driven by something to do these things, but it's can not I, her. Can I propose a crazy, a crazy uh, idea? I, this is not it, but I like, I'm playing with it in my head. Mm-hmm. This is like about, this is kind of like how, like, now there's a bunch of people going like there's all these cultures in the world that are trying to destroy and are trying to break and everybody hates everybody and everybody's mad about everybody right and then <laughs> and everything seems to be a manipulation like every like nobody's actually gaining anything from these angry like fights except maybe the people on top or the people in, in power or whatever uh but mm-hmm. at the same time how different really is it from how things always have been where the people in charge are always manipulating the people under them and always pushing them against each other and always right. like making them yeah, but pretend it, like their lives have meaning. But for us, I think our Miss Davis is literally just the internet, maybe like in itself, like the design and the the how it, how it's well, grown like organically into social media stuff that like so people can be it just like creates all the kind yeah. of divisiveness because i i think what the show presents mrs davis is very much like self-serving right uh-huh and i don't think that's true in the real world i think all of social media well, the algorithm and whatever is just is serving the companies that are like presenting it but that's what i'm saying so the the creation of the internet is a thing right so it happened and then all of a sudden this like light bulbs go off and all these people that see an opportunity to use that thing, therefore changing reality based on sure. however that yeah. those people are going to be affected by right. whatever they create. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like uh, in a way we live in a more evil uh, situation. We live in a I world that's with more realities available. Kind of. <laughs> and, and, and Yeah. Like this one's narrow for fun. Yeah. They're making it more narrow, like into this Miss Davis. But actually, I think it's like uh, it's even more broader and like wide reaching uh, today in a lot of ways, you know, because even going back to like I see documentaries about like the time of like, let's say 1990, which is like right before the Internet. And like the country wasn't that divisive, like po- political stuff wasn't as like, you know, so uh, spread out in terms of divisions and stuff, you know, like everybody was kind of crouched in the middle because it wasn't as much opportunity for sharing in that divisiveness. Sure. Like, where is that uh, coming from? We're less opinionated, maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know if maybe we're we divided. just saw less of it, though. That's like, also a just, big thing. Yeah. So no, no, that, well, that's what I'm saying. Because the Internet yeah, opened you up. Yeah. So you, you, there's no more hiding. There's no more secrets. There's no more anything like anybody can express any opinion. Anybody can go and find it's all any information. real time right away. But right also now. everyone right. wants to express their opinion so much more now. Like everybody is driven to be like me, me, me. Look at what I think. Yeah. And it's and also the super purpose. reactive, right? It's like, I'm not yeah. going to even think about how I feel or how I'm going to say this yes. eloquently. I'm going to jump on right now. As fast as possible. It out. So then and you get you your wings. That, that has consequences. Like So in a way, mm-hmm. like if that's the wings that you get that you can't even see. They're like invisible in the real world for us then. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what is the wings? What is the equivalent of those? But then, but then also other like, than like people have some kind of purpose by individualizing themselves and expressing opinions. Therefore, it's like, I'm real. I exist. I said this thing. Well, but I feel ha- like but it then has to uh, give you a goal. Sorry. Give you no, a go goal ahead. of something because if you don't have like some kind of outcome that's a visual, how do you know if you're being successful? You it. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah. 
Yeah. But that's that's scarier in a way because I feel like people don't really inherently need that much level of whatever, you know, like they'll go find it wherever they want it, you know, but like for the most part, people just know that that it's difficult to find and that this is making it easy. Like they're going, why, why search for your own life quest here? I've got one for you. Right. Uh, Very similar to another show we've talked about on this show, uh, the, the big door prize. Uh, uh-huh. which is which yeah. has a lot of similarities a big machine telling people what their what their upper level um right. what is it potential is potential like a yeah. machine appears in this town and starts handing out cards that tell individuals this is your upper level potential this Hannah, is as much as you can accomplish just so you know Hannah on paper this sounds like an interesting kind of show but skip it <laughs> it's, it's, not, good. it's not okay. good it's, it's not good it's a, I'm it's a writing it's a writing idea it's a writing yeah. exercise yeah and it's like okay maybe watch the first episode that's it I get the I need to see it through. I need to see it through because I keep watching because it's just like, I don't know. There's something kind of feel good about it or whatever. But I see right through every intention it had. It's it's paper thin. It could be like a little blow on it and it kind of breaks down. But watching one does give you the full idea of what you're kind of. You're like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. I'm curious. Watch one. One of them is fine. You should watch one. Watch one. Yeah. And then see if you get sucked uh, in. You might get sucked in because this is my life's purpose and I need my wings, so I have to finish it. So. But oh great. What so the wings thing though. <laughs> uh but that's but at the same time, the Mrs. Davis is both giving you a, a purpose in your life, but like you were saying mm-hmm. earlier, it is also social media basically, which mm-hmm. people tend to disregard as disposable. But more more just to protect themselves from having repercussions for the crap that they do on social media. Uh, you see that a lot mm-hmm. on like Twitter and stuff like that, where people feel free to say literally whatever they want, hateful, disgusting, monstrous things. And then if mm-hmm. anybody calls them on that, they're like, what? I was just saying something on Twitter. That's not even real. That's just, right. that's nothing. Yeah. Well, they play it both yeah. ways, right? It, right. They just exactly. use it for whatever is the most helpful it's for their It's all argument. meaning and means nothing at the same well, time. Well, and that's Schroeder. Schroeder. The cat thing, what? Solid point. Schrodinger. Did not put that together. Schrodinger's cat, yeah. It's both. Explain it Schrodinger's both alive cat. And dead. Oh, that's right. If the dead uh, cat's in the box. He's it's in a box. Dead. It's both alive and dead. Because you can't see it confirmed. The, the concept is, can't know. Yeah, there's a, yeah. The box is closed, the cat's inside, and there's an equally possible chance that a capsule of poison has been released. So before you know whether the cat is dead, you live in a world where both possibilities are equally uh, possible. So, are we- so technically the cat is both alive and dead in your reality until you open that box. And then the reality sets in of what's inside the box. So are we going to go back to the guy, the bearded guy who was lost at sea or whatever? Are we? Is he going to come back around in some way? Right? Is he something, or is that yeah, just our weird way in? Does, it must be, right? Yeah. He must Otherwise, come back because it's too... Well, I, I no reason. forgot about that. Yeah. At some point, yeah. he's back on the island. Have you guys gotten to that? What? So he, oh, you read that? You read that? Comes to, yeah. He comes to the, oh, the reality, five. to the real world, and he does exactly what I would do. He sees how the world is with Mrs. Davis and says, nope, and nope's right the hell out. And he <laughs> That's goes back to funny. his yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like that. That's what, yeah. I could see that going, the show becoming that almost, like where maybe people are just literally... Uh, you know, gonna start going off and living. You know, living in nature, living somewhere that's not 
not in uh which which kind of frustrates me about betty gilpin's character first of all let me say that what mm-hmm. a what a what an incredible choice for uh the leading woman she she's is the only one i can think so of. i can't think of anybody good. yeah she's so, so good her line deliveries of like just somewhere between snarky uh exhausted and uh yeah. incredulous and yeah. those yeah. Those, that should not be a venn diagram and she lands square in the middle of it right it's incredible really good you, yes. you know her from um have you seen glow hannah um no and i don't know why because that's right up my alley yeah, yeah i think you would clearly watch glow is good i almost was going to tell you like go watch an episode of glow before we did this just so you could have something to like see her in other than this you know or whatever but it's yeah. uh but i've her seen, I haven't seen her glow is, is special it's was, really uh, good yeah, she was in. Oh, I first knew her from Nurse Jackie. Uh, oh yeah, I remember back that. Back in the day, yeah, she kind of was like a started off kind of just like one dimensional, kind of like hot uh, doctor character or whatever. And uh, they and it became in more glow. That, in glow, she starts off as as a very one dimensional, like like uh, why like henpecking wife, like who sucks, right? And like just is so much better a character, like. Three episodes in, you're like, "Oh, I'm sorry. This is the protagonist." Yeah, we were I, stuck in her I life. Misunderstood. We were like, stuck. She was playing the who she was supposed to be stuck as in that world or whatever, and we needed to bust out of that. You know, yeah. And, and then, then yeah, as soon as yeah. she doesn't have to like live up to some stupid expectations, she's like, uh, for the rest of the series, uh, what's her name? Audrey? Not Audrey. Uh, oh yeah, I know Allison Brie. Allison Brie is getting yeah. in the way. I'm like, get out of there, Allison Brie. I'm yeah. trying to watch Betty Gilbert work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that show's great. That show's like that ended too great. soon. That's like one of those because of the pandemic, they canceled. Oh, yeah, it, it got complicated. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. was that yeah. But then we wouldn't have got this maybe. So it's like that kind of a Miss Davis situation. Like maybe mm-hmm. they ended. Maybe the pandemic was like a Miss Davis or something like that. I've got oh, a couple she, of she planted it. She needed to have some more yeah. control. Yeah. It's she, that she easy. uh what's that called? Uh she vision boarded it, maybe. Yeah, she, she manifested. Uh-huh. Right. Well, you know, I guess. So the weird thing I heard. What did I hear on that interview? Oh, yeah. So basically, this show was supposed to come out like during the pandemic, I think, and they thought it was the wrong time because they thought it was like too dark for the time. And maybe it was a darker show. Maybe they changed something also, like reworked it based on being like, oh, we got to figure this other. We got to figure this show out mm-hmm. and go on a different angle or, or a different direction or something. So mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Like, I don't know what that previous thing was. And I think they were right about the timing situation, you know, even though it's like yeah. we have a lot of people like wrapped up in conspiracy theory type weirdness, you know, like so, the Q stuff and all that kind yeah. of so. That's, I have, this type of show kind of doesn't help with that kind I of stuff. I have some critiques. I think okay. I was going to okay. save them for the end okay. so that I didn't lay them down because I okay. like this show a lot and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's it's a trip. You mean uh, save but for I the do end? Have some, you mean the end? That, you mean like the end of the show? Like when we the end of the later? Pod. The no, pod. Towards, okay. Towards okay. Later in the podcast, I meant. Okay. Um, Now's the time. There, so I have a couple of a couple of things. Yeah. I do find that it's social commentary, at least the what... It, it appears that it's going to double back on a lot of things that it says about society yeah. because that's kind of the joke, but that doesn't take away the fact that you have to make the first point in order to devalue it in the first place, mm-hmm. which is kind of dangerous and maybe irresponsible. And I think that this show has a, some irresponsible ideas of how like society and social media kind of work. 
I think its mm-hmm. heart is in the right place, and I think it's saying things that it believes are blanket goods. But I mm-hmm. think there's a little bit more nuance into some of the some of the meanings it's trying to pull with like, uh, like just religion in general. Like it's it, mm-hmm. pitting religion against technology, sort of, is I think a misguided way of arguing this point, sort of, of well, like people's need to to have meaning in their life. Uh, but I think it's a good parallel, like we were saying earlier. Hannah would mention re- reference well, to parallel versus parallel. As, as opposed to like opposing perpendicular, like yeah. using one to fight the other or whatever. Like if the of? show ends up saying no, these are the same, then I'll be like, good job, show. That's a good point to make. Yeah, but. Put it like the way that it presents them at the beginning. And if somebody were to like drop off and be like, well, I know what side of that argument I'm on. I don't want to watch this show anymore. I don't they're going to go away with the I wrong. I think they are going to say they're the same. I agree. Yeah. I, I think that that's yeah. where we're going to end up. But I think maybe it's not, it's not as clear at the beginning. Right. Uh, yeah. And like this show based on four episodes and the whirly bird nature of like, we don't know up from down and stuff. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to know uh, where this is going to go in the next four episodes and it could like this is that type of show that it could be like a lost type thing where it's just like layers and layers and layers of uh reveal although i hope we do get something uh tangible something, by the end of this something that lost lost ha huh? a uh, very very a little later into the show and then i think that maybe mrs davis is losing kind of earlier though is uh stakes uh, I am mm-hmm. a little worried that the show has no stakes because I'm obviously pretty sure Simone is, uh, she's safe. Right. Uh, yeah. but also the violence is so silly and, uh, uh-huh. that I like, I don't, there's a scene where she's screaming, uh, when they're on, when they're being chased on the motorcycle. In, in the right. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was incongruent to me. Yeah, I thought so too. How she had been acting for the rest of the show. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I came but out then of I was like, also, this is hilarious because you just like go with fun. it, and you're like, yeah. That's why it sort of started getting weird because you're like, this is a hodgepodge of this. It's just like bonkers. Anything goes. Like it's so. Yeah. Whatever yeah. works in Inclu- the moment is the best choice to make. It feels right. like. Well, Which- maybe that's the point. And that's the and and I I will exchange that for them for there being stakes like that that's an right. that's a fair exchange yeah. like any silly thing can happen to amuse you don't worry about anyone getting hurt well and, I, and so now it seems like obviously this the stakes is the world the the Miss Davis versus Simone right like her right. shutting down Miss Davis by winning by uh, you know if she finds the Grail for now that's what it seems like. Those are the stakes. Maybe not even sure if we. I think maybe my thought is like, or the thought is, is it so? Is she so bad? Why do you want to shut her down? Maybe she's helping a lot of people, or why do you like? Yeah, I think her problem with magicians uh, led her to to (laughs) become to be in a place of like black and white as far as manipulation goes. She doesn't see there being any possible good to this. And it killed her, Davis. And it killed her dad. And I'm curious to know if that's actually, do you think that actually happened? Or do you no. think he is no, alive and who he's is the guy, long ruse? Who is the guy with David, the big uh, magnifying Arquette. glass? Was that not David Arquette? No, I don't think so. Oh. Okay. Oh, I like don't a, think so. Yeah, yeah like there was a close enough look, uh, close close up enough that, okay. uh, yeah, I don't. I thought it was David Arquette. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's funny. Um, 
But no, I'm just saying like for now, like, yeah, we don't know what's like anything's real, you know, but it's like if she thinks this thing killed her dad too, you know, in some way and some issue with her mom or whatever, then it's like, uh, well, her mom is, is her mom not looking for her dad? That's why I was like, oh, her dad's no, not she dead. She is. Though. Yeah. So her dad's not she dead. She thinks he's not. She thinks oh, he's no, not. He's but. not. I mean, what a weird, what a weird anticlimax if they get to but, a grave okay. and they're like, oh, so, because he is dead. Yeah, but you okay, so I'm talking from the point of view of the dramatic irony of this show and from Simone, from her, like who she is and what she thinks in the moment. Cause there's a lot of times like she doesn't know what's going on. Like the end of episode two, immediately it's like dramatic irony. She doesn't know that Wiley and his background mm-hmm. of like how he's involved in this too. So yeah, there's a lot of that but, stuff going on, you know. But for now, I think, you know, we do ride. you guys get the, the impression though that Simone is so jaded that even if Wiley was like or even when she finds out Wiley is stabbing her in the back, she's just be like, yeah, I saw that coming. And just like, we'll just roll with it. Oh, that's kind of what it was. she know? Yeah, she's that's like, what whatever, happens. You, you, okay, I'm moving yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. It's like, because okay. it wasn't that's- as, and we learned, yeah, he wasn't just willy-nilly like working for Miss Davis. It's right. like he had something in itself. You know, that Everyone's running their scam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, their angle. What's your angle on this? I'm not going to lie. This is the type of show that I, I, it, it was fun to watch them throw all the cards in the air and it'll be fun to watch and see where they all land. Yeah. yeah. It'll be messy. It's going to be messy. Oh, yeah. But oh, it yeah. looks pretty fun. It's pretty fun so far. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm it's only eight. I like that it's only eight, you know? Yeah, that's a good number. Yeah. So, you know, like, not dragging things out. Because that's what I was saying by episode three and four. I was kind of like, ooh, things are slowing down. Like, we're getting into, like, episodic TV territory now. And it's like, mm-hmm. how much do we really have to to get to here, you know? Yeah, yeah, but I think it's gonna like accelerate pick back up and now. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, that could be. Yeah, we had a certain amount of like, uh, uh, what do you call that runway that we have to kind of mm-hmm. like lay down. Like the first two episodes are like shot out of a cannon, and then okay, yeah. yeah, three, four, slow down a little bit, catch our breath, and now who knows? Who knows what's gonna? Now happen. we're going on a ride. Mm-hmm. I saw this compared a little bit to early Coen Brothers in its like oh. slightly cartoonish world. Uh, which I liked mm-hmm. as an idea because mm-hmm. what I saw, the first thing I thought, and this is going to be a poll, uh, was Briscoe County Jr. Do you guys have any idea what the hell that is? The Adventures uh, of Briscoe County Jr. This was a bad. Fox uh, oh. hour long, I think, uh, comedy, action comedy, starring, mm-hmm. of all people, Bruce freaking Campbell uh, of oh, Evil really? Dead fame. Oh, uh, wow. And it was like, it was sort of a like, he's like a cowboy. It was very meta. It was mm-hmm. super snarky. Um, it knew it was a show. It pretended like it was a show. It like bled jokes into the like next time on Briscoe mm. County Jr. And like he had a bunch of gadgets that oh, would do. He's like a Indiana plot. Jonesy guy. Yeah. Kinda. Very yeah. Jonesy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it was ahead of its time for sure. Because it's yeah. like the 90s. So they were not doing meta stuff. On TV like this at wow. the time, twenty-seven uh, episodes it got. Wow! And it even and it does does it Crazy. pop with color? Is oh, that correct? Carlton Cuse was yeah. the creator. Oh, okay, no that's where way. you're going with it. Yeah. No way. I'm dead bro. serious. I'm Holy dead serious. Crap. All right. Yeah. That's was a, funny. Wow, you didn't know that. No I thought you knew way. that. Oh, no, I think you're no, setting no, us up. Not at all. Oh, okay. I saw this show and I thought it was. Oh, this reminds oh, me of Briscoe County Junior. Yeah. It's the long. The, you're long conning us. They're, you're the force. No. Walton <laughs> Cuse and Damon Lindelof have been have been. This was a force that they did on me. See. Yeah. Oh. Started Holy way crap. back. That's funny. 
Yeah, I had yeah. No clue. I thought Preacher second. I thought Briscoe County Junior first. Uh-huh. Um, and I did. I popped into uh, the the reviews on Amazon. On, I'm sorry, on IMDb. By the way, uh, the reviews are incredible. It's got an 8.2 somewhere. It's got an 88 somewhere else, and it's got a 78 yeah. out of 100. I just have these scores written down with <laughs> no reference where they come from. <laughs> uh, but one of the reviews on IMDb it said uh, it rem- it said this movie reminded them of a couple of things. One of them was a movie called The Forbin Project, which I had never heard of before, but it was super interesting. I read about it. It's about two AIs. It's like Cold War era US AI is uh-huh. born and then immediately goes, in Russia, there's one too. And so and, and so they go, hey, Russia, you got an AI? And they're like, maybe. Wait, what's it so called? Then these, Colossus, The Forbin Project? That's it, yeah. Oh, okay, from Saturday, uh, yeah. And then eventually the, 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 the AIs go, we have to connect to each other. In order to save each other from nuclear uh, destruction, we have to connect each other. So they connect them like dopes. And then, of course, the AI goes, now we control the world, ha, 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 right? Yeah. Uh, and the way that the humans um, get away with uh, uh, like planning its downfall is two of the humans, a man and a woman, pretend to be a couple and then tell the robot that they need privacy to do it. And then, like, <sighs> during the doing it sessions is when they plan the, like, the, like, uh, takeover or whatever. Like, like <sighs> I just thought it's so funny that, like, a like a, such a humanistic, like, thing would be yeah. the thing that the, the computer doesn't understand, therefore, like, like, fails at, like, preventing or whatever. And I think that Mrs. Davis shows some signs of that. Like, yeah, she doesn't get the human parts, and that might be the way to get her. Right. 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 They also that same yeah, person also it, said this looked like Buckaroo Banzai, and I don't know if you guys have seen Buckaroo Banzai at all. No, in the no. third dimension or whatever it's called, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. something dimension. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to see that. I heard that's a good. I've never seen 80s, it either. Right? I think it's yeah, the 80s. it's with, uh, Jeff Goldblum. It's supposed to be yeah. super, super crazy. Yeah. I would like to uh, to see that at some point. So yeah, yeah those but, are the two things somebody said like this looked like, and I thought, wow, those yeah. are really good. Those are really interesting to. Parallel. Yeah, yeah. No, it's and uh, oh, the creators too on this this interview I've been referencing uh, said Black Mirror played into some of their oh for sure uh, decisions too, which uh, I could see. Yeah, I haven't seen all the Black Mirror stuff, but I've seen over no. at least half probably. But really Nobody good. Has seen so good. All the Black Mirrors. Uh, <laughs> it's it's no, coming yeah. back. And somebody yeah. made a very good point. We don't need Black Mirror anymore. The right. world is Black Mirror. Like yes. all the stuff you Black Mirror was five years ahead of its time. And now everything you said was going to be bad about the future is yeah. now happening. Yeah. And, and A, <laughs> fuck you guys for doing that. That's your yeah. fault. You did it. You manifest that shit. B, stop telling us what's bad is going to happen. You're just making it happen. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You You're just putting it into Black the. Mirror. Speak its truth. You're the speaking ether. it into the yeah. truth. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Stay away from that. Unless mm-hmm. you want to go real in the future, go go like super future. Like, um, yeah. what do you, I don't know what you would call and that. And give us good predictions. Like, like. Yeah. Why can't something manifest be, utopia? Why right. does it all have to be doomsday? White True. mirror. What about white mirror? What is I'm just saying? Oh, man, <laughs> we could become. We could, every you know once what? in a while, I take it back. Another season dream. of Black Mirror. <laughs> For every six black mirrors, there's a uh, white. One. Oh, you know what was? The, uh, there are moments in this show that are terrifying. You guys, there are yeah. moments in the show that are truly horrifying. And I know this moment wasn't meant to be scary, but those pianos in that field oh. were freaking horrifying. That well, was 
I thought it was, was beautiful. I just thought it was cool. I think that's I what it was meant to be played as yeah. beautiful. I did I not take saying. it as beautiful. I know. I thought saying. that was very scary. That showed the extent too, like in a very creative, cool or visual way. I should say, yes. like Miss Davis's uh, extent. Power. Yeah, that's and what she was scary. Yeah, right. Well, and then that's also where she realized she because she like admitted like I didn't pray for you, right? So I'd had oh, nothing right. to do with it. God did well, not get involved in this, one. right? Oh yeah. But then, he, but then she chose the piano. There was something about oh, because she was in the room that the piano was chosen was actually from, so that when that guy came, remember, into the the kindergarten room to pick up that right. piano, and then she was there in that situation too, you know. So, and that was the piano that he no, was that was not the piano. No, the piano in that room was not the piano. No, really? he no, says it was. He, he said, oh. "Help me find the one," and then yeah. did, then they then Mrs. Davis did the field. Uh-huh. So he could find it. And you know Although, how she did it? She just listened to him through like phones the way our algorithms do now. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Like but he I wasn't mean, talking to Mrs. Davis. He was talking to her. Mrs. Yeah, Davis overheard. Listening. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I thought I, that was putting her more at the center of, of things. Although, isn't She's somehow God at this more always listening then? Exactly. Too? So oh, is God, God the algorithm? Holy so, crap. Well, Are so. Oh, my God. So did he do it? So did maybe was it? <laughs> oh yeah, and it could be totally like that's why I'm wondering if like Miss Davis, like so behind Miss Davis, like in Preacher too. Remember Preacher kept showing uh, layers, oh, yeah. revealing layers of things. The, where- the 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 bureaucracy of God was just. Just, it just lets you down at every level. <laughs> yeah. Wait, oh yeah. I, the inbred I, Jesuses. Oh, oh my God. My it's God, all coming it back awful. to me. Every it's time so they crazy. went up a level in, yeah. the, in just how heaven worked, you would just yeah. be like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Even God is like a it's all idiot. Bad. Like it's just it's a, all bad. Just a lame dummy. They, um, they they do say he made us in his image. So right. <laughs> if he's That's just true. a big old jerk up there, it's not a surprise. Uh, Hannah, did you notice you haven't seen episode four row? Uh, Elizabeth. So before, um, what's her name? Simone's thing. We, we learn her full name. Did you pick up on this when she was getting married to Jesus remotely by becoming a nun? Um, her I middle can't name. Remember. No. Elizabeth. And this is cause I watched it with subtitles probably like, which is oh, uh, that's good. not everybody does. I don't think, but yeah, anything TV or movies, I got to do it. Elizabeth danger Abbott. Right. Her middle name is Danger. So, because some somebody's middle name has to be Danger, right? Oh yeah, that one dude is named as uh, that fighter, Donald Cerrone. I think named his uh, his kid's middle name is Danger. Right. The joke is though, my middle name is Danger. Right. Yeah. Right. That's exactly. The joke. exactly. So then eventually yeah, yeah. you name a child <laughs> Danger. It was his middle name. No, I know, but it's in the terms of this show, it's like uh, it's interesting. Because she always seems to be in danger. She was built for it. There's always something going on. Yeah. Um, That jam looked good, huh? That the nuns are making. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we're just going to start picking stuff out of the episodes now. If we've got to that part of the podcast. That's where we're at. Uh, Tell me something for people who have seen more. Do the snarky uh, titles continue? Oh, interesting. That came out of nowhere and then didn't seem to go anywhere. Because they yeah. go present day, obviously, and then never do it again. <laughs> I was like, and that is very well, they preacher. They have it with the sword episode, right? They got a what lot of it? like, it's been a long time, like too long oh. to count how long. Oh, yeah, because they say like forty hours. Titles? Yeah, they oh, keep okay. time lapse so stuff do it. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, 
There is, I guess, a little bit, but They're not with thrown the, in here. Yeah, that also happens on Preacher quite a bit. Those giant titles yeah. floating in the screen that tell you something, and they come smashing in with like happening. a yeah. with a sound. You thing know or what something. I don't like is the um, huh. Mrs. Davis like title card. Oh yeah, and sometimes I, at the end, right? Sometimes so at the beginning, weird. sometimes it's at the like, end. I don't know. It's like the colors oh, are right. not pleasing. Like I agree. It looks, it's trying I to look like super it. complicated, and I it's think that's weird. the point of it. It doesn't maybe, fit, but. and it's like yeah, I agree. not attractive. Yeah. It looks like the kaleidoscope yeah. thing, too. That's the only reason what? I'm thinking that it's trying to be like, um, yeah, when you're looking through a kaleidoscope, you can't tell, you can't see but anything. But do you remember that the show whatever. Kaleidoscope that we covered oh. also had an intro like that? And it's it's kind of like an Ocean's Eleven style, like pan and zoom mm. at the same time where things are all moving in like an intricate uh-huh. pattern. Uh-huh. But it kind of also looks like the design, and I think maybe this is where it's from. I think it's the design of a playing card. I think that's where that that design oh. comes from. Right? Oh, maybe. Yeah, it's like it's a bicycle like a- playing card has those intricate swirls, and then like inside the swirls, like complex thatchery and stuff. Well, it looks like an eye, obviously, right? It's an eye. It looks like an eye, right? You guys saw that? Like when it says yeah, Miss Davis, like it, it's like a big intricate third third decorative eye. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, so it does look, I was thinking looks like that an it eye. looked like a third eye, but it, just, like, it does or just like a regular eye? Like a big massive eye is the way I saw it. Like the yeah, whole outline like of the thing. Eye well, a third eye is usually sideways, right? The third eye is like, or horizontal, I mean. Like, mm. like, like no, your vertical, eyes vertical, are like this, yeah. but when they represent the third eye, it's usually uh, like this. I don't know. Or is it not? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think so, but maybe. Yeah. And, well, yeah, there's no such thing anyway. Trying to get an image uh, of that. I don't even know what to call that. (laughs) Isn't the third eye just like, because that's why they put it for like if in... um, in the Hindu religion, right? They like they put the little the bindu, bindi. It's called the bindi, and that's like your third third eye or whatever. Yeah, so the religiousy type metaphor. I if believe you, guys you go there. Yeah. Um, all you right. know, in some in oh. some shows that that screen is called an eye catch. The like the title screen that's like bright and colorful. I cannot find how to find an image of that. Oh, of yeah. the Mrs. Davis like titles title screen. Yeah. Um, Raul, you can look forward to seeing British night shoes, mm. which are old school I norm- shoes. I normally I'd, do. Yeah, BKs. I used to have those. I had a BK. I had, I had BKs sure. back in the day. They I don't were really understand the connection yet to uh, the, having it in these episodes. You know where four, I would but, see them the most? Huh. They were often a prize for children's game shows on Nickelodeon. Oh, like uh, like your your doubles there and your uh, secrets of the uh, hidden temple. Yeah, legends, legends of the hidden temple. We're just giving the, sneakers out on the aggro crack. The well, no, what they would do because there was different levels of of the there was usually three teams and one team got knocked out before the first commercial break, so oh. they would pick up like a crappy prize. Oh, right. And then right. the then Door before prize. the second commercial break the second team would get knocked out. They'd get a better prize. And then the third team would usually have to do one big event at the end of the show and they'd get mm-hmm. or not get the big prize. Gotcha. All right. Anything else? No, on that point, I think I said everything I have to say about this. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think we did a good, good job. Uh, I think we did fun. a good. Pat ourselves on the back. Uh, <laughs> we did a good. Wings, <laughs> all of us. Did we all Wings. see Mario this weekend? Is that what happened? <laughs> we did a good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, maybe we'll do, let's see if episodes five through eight episode, maybe mm-hmm. the back half. Cleaning this if up we're, the end. Sure. Yeah. Just because it's that type of show. I think that we're all jointly linked in. So mm-hmm. let's see. And I, and I think I'll try to go see some more magic too. 
Yeah. The show makes me want to watch Magic. Oh, you have to bring up next time. Do you ever talk about the Magic ca- Magic Castle? Ooh, my trip to the Magic Castle? Sure, yeah. I can talk about it. It was fun. Yeah, you can relate it to uh, to this world. I will Maybe. I will talk about it when we talk about the end of the season. Perfect. Uh, okay, until then, adios. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, just watch it.